and welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And back again in consecutive episodes, the number one guest. I'm Sean the Human. Pod brother, back Sean the Human. Again. The pod brother? <laughs> yeah. Pod brother? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> the pod brother? Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, Sean's here. Um, Sean was here last time while on tour with Octolis. Yeah. Um, since then, Eric and I planned to podcast, but just couldn't. I know, Eric, you had... Is this one of the craziest stretches you've ever had at the Brooklyn Bowl? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. We almost podcasted the other night, but you didn't want to. Yeah, I I had to go on a last minute trip to uh, Toronto and... Toronto, came, my associate My Toronto. associate Toronto. I know, I felt bad for bailing. I wanted to do it, but then I... I was literally just sitting here being like, this is one of the rare times I think I have to just be tired. <laughs> I'm not good at being tired. Are you guys? Oh, I'm um, a fucking pro at being I tired. Am, <laughs> I am learning how to be better at being tired. I guess I, what, I, what I mean is I usually just blow through it and then I get into weird states and I'm like, why am I so mad? It's like, yo, bro, you because you were tired for a while. And it's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I've just learned how to be tired. I've been better at being tired and just being a functioning adult while tired over the last, I'd say, uh, since August or so. Um, yeah, you guys are good. Thing I've been working at. I'm a I'm a heavy sleeper and I can go to sleep whenever I want. I also think, gift. I think Nick's tolerance, though, you know, based on your work life um, thus far in your adult life, like I I feel like there have been many a time when you're just like raging and crushing while tired. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. maybe maybe you just have your threshold is different than ours and you're just not giving yourself credit for it. Yeah, I mean I yeah, I pulled some all nighters many a times. Um yeah. even in this year. So it's crazy. It's cool. We all we all we're all hard workers here. Um but yeah, but we're back and we're not giving up on the pod. We're doing it. Um we're tired now because we spent the last three days recording. Yeah, we were like record we were tracking audio at like 10 30 this morning yeah which is pretty cool it's really good cool. about that i don't it doesn't like make sense to me sort of like like how time worked this last three days because it just feels like it just flew flew for yeah, me but it really I, did. Uh, but that's just how it goes when you get in the stew and your your brain is is yeah. on um but yeah um i wrote I wrote some songs. I was saying to these guys before that it's been a dream since I met Eric in college and Sean and I played music since high school was to get the three of us to play songs together because I knew it would just be in uh, everyone's so aligned uh, taste-wise that I wanted to like work on things together and it finally happened after like that. Yeah, it kind of blows years. my mind that we never actually did that until this, until right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a big part of why I wanted to do this so bad because I was like, there's a rare pocket in time has just presented itself where like I'm you know I don't have work Sean's coming in and like has some time and you're available I was like holy shit we have to do this I I've been going through this insane time we've talked about it I've been in a depressed mental state trying to get through all this I and I was like I'm gonna write these songs and this push this actually helped me through because it gave me something to focus on but I also you know I was like oh man I would have done so much more but did it as much as I could because I was like, we're going to do this. And we got three songs that I think were cool. And Eric, you were very supportive of the three songs saying they were good enough. And then Sean, once you got here, I just like even playing them for you made me excited. And then 
once we started tracking them, like I'm really happy with the three things you got. You guys are very good at your craft. Thanks, so brother. I feel Thanks. blessed to even, you know, have you guys around my listen to my songs, let alone like lend your your things to them. So thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, I definitely side feel... note. Side note. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> have you ever watched Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. You've you've just been calling Nick brother constantly, and it's exactly like the uh, the the two protagonists in that anime. Oh yeah, brother. Yeah, we we the, started. Brother. The younger it, brother just always refers to hey, brother, <clears throat> brother. Just, just I well, say brother. Yeah. I I started memeing saying brother like uh, I was. Um, Who's that wrestler? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. I started oh, doing, yeah. hey, what's up, brother? I started doing that in like 2018, yeah. I'd say. Like late 2018, mm-hmm. I started being, what's up, brother? And then um, I started calling everyone that and whatever and joking. And then um, yeah. the Hulk Hogan aspect of it went away. But you know, as uh, listeners know we've talked about, we have another buddy named Nick Adamo. And then uh, it led to this precarious situation where I had to refer to uh, Nick Adamo and Nick Harvey different ways so I started calling him brother Nick <laughs> and then for some reason Nick Adamo wanted to get in on the party so Nick Adamo started calling me brother Sean he calls me brother Nick and he calls and he calls you brother Nick which <laughs> I was just calling him brother Nick to, to signify um, which is very funny um, but then which is funny because then I was like man I've been calling people brother and like whatever it's been crazy and then um Maybe I should cool it off. And then I was on, I was on Knock Loose tour, and one of the merch assistants on Knock Loose tour um, was this girl. She's like, I don't know, she's like twenty two years old, and she's from Kentucky. And she was like, she just started calling me brother, and she was like, "Thanks, brother, brother Sean." And I was like, with like a Kentucky accent, and I was like, "All right, cool, like brother." Maybe, maybe it's okay for me to keep calling people brother. Who knows. No. Amazing. The jury's out. I love it. It's fun. It, it's a good term, endearment. Eric, we can start calling you brother if you want. <laughs> brother <Okay>. Eric. <laughs> brother Eric Matthews. Uh, Eric. <laughs> Eric Matthews. Yes, yeah. Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. Yes, I know. Yes. That's, a, that's what I thought before. Um, we're we're collectively the Matthews. Yes, the Matthews is a is a crew. That's our that's our our comedy troupe podcast. Yes. group. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. More will be divulged on that later. Yes, and hopefully not too 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 much later. I uh, I I hope you I I I like you guys. I'm you know, um, I'm excited. The podcast is a great creative endeavor because it's kept up. Um, it that's like one of the constant creative endeavors in my life. That's like maintained value. Now I've got many words that finally got off the ground, and now I'm like I have to take agency in my life and create my own momentum. This was a great step in it, and now I'm going to try to to take it on and, and finish some of these songs and launch a project and. I mean, venture heads will probably be the first to hear about it, as they are most things in our lives at this point, Eric. Yep. Those adventure heads. Those adventure heads. Thanks for uh, waiting a couple weeks uh, to hear this. Um, I, uh, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, too, as this comes out. Oh, yeah. this is So we're doing this the night before Thanksgiving. I know. We're not but, out at the uh, the local neighborhood bars is the meme. Um, right. But I, I'm not going to even think about editing this episode <laughs> until I've beaten... The Super Mario RPG Switch remake. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, priorities. Priorities. Um, all right. Well, since we're a little fried, let, let's get into the episode discussion. Okay. okay. Episode discussion. 
Um, so I said before, I said, this is not a lightning round because I think the brand of lightning round is so detrimental to listenership that <laughs> we cannot ever use it again. Lightning round. We can't. Um, even though I think it's like one of the best theme songs. I love it so much. Um, uh, well, well, but, but, okay. You know what it is? It's be November. It is. Play that be November theme song. <laughs> So, uh, what, which BMO episode did we watch this week, Nick? We watched uh, Fiona and Cake episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> I kept us on track. I kept us Sean on track. Sean was kind of the deal breaker. Uh, although Sean did. Under protest, we watched yeah. Fiona and Cake episode yeah. nine. Eric wanted a BMO. I wanted Fiona and Cake. Sean wanted a regular show. Oh, that wow. is true. I did ask for a regular show. Given I was like the most chaotic thing that we could do. Yes. In fact, you said ultimate chaos. Yeah. Ultimate chaos for the pod would be, we alluded on the last episode, Nick wanted a Fiona and Cake episode. Eric wanted to just go back to BMO. And I was like, what if we just did regular show? I'm yes. always in favor of ultimate chaos. I think we should have found a regular show episode with, with Nikki Yang doing a guest voice feature, which I don't know if that exists, but I think that's what we should have done. That would have been Ultimate Chaos, which I always support. Do you know what Ultimate Chaos would be? What? Well, the segs very nicely into the episode that we did watch, which was... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Fiona and Cake, episode eight? Nine? Nine. Nine. There are ten total. Nine. The penultimate episode. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, there's a fucking god of chaos in this episode. Yes, Golb. Yeah. Yes, that... Golb was in this episode. dedicated his life to. Yeah, but yeah. What, what, what was the Ultimate Chaos you were going to refer to? I always want to hear new ideas for Ultimate Chaos. Right, here's my pitch for Ultimate Chaos, okay? It's going to be said right here, right now, and then never said again in case y'all want to do it. Because I think the funny thing would be that if you just didn't acknowledge it's happening at the time. Would be, um, you know, if you got all the way to the end of the series and you got to the theoretical final episode of this podcast, and instead of doing the final episode, you just started over the whole show again. That's essentially what Jeff and Chris did. Here's our Jeffrance. Mm-hmm. Play the uh, Jeffrance theme song. Yeah. Jeffrance. Uh, so Back to the Island uh, has done every episode of Lost except for the pilot, which they say that they're going to save for when they can do a live show back in Brooklyn. Uh, and in the meantime, they've been doing weird Batman episodes and they did Mother by... Darren Aronofsky, but like they've they've done every episode of Lost. They they completed their mission except for one episode. Oh my god, it's amazing. We we did talk about Sean some chaotic. We, we I, I like that. We also talked about once it's done to do a re-listen of the podcast as we rewatch the show. Yes. So here's yeah here's here's an idea. So we then <laughs> what? Yeah. So then <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Then we go back. We watch Adventure Time the television show in order. Okay. But we then listen to our podcast episodes, okay. which, which would be out of order. Right. And then we review the podcast episode. Um, that's, that's, that's a cool idea. <laughs> now here's the thing. These are ideas, Sean. The, the thing is chaos. I actually kind of wish we had done a regular show, but we were talking about is like, you know, we're hundred we're over a hundred something episodes in. We but, have watched, ha, did we watch two episodes of a regular show today or one yesterday and one today? One yesterday, one today. We, yesterday we was the Mantis watched, episode. 
yesterday. Yeah, was and the Sean and I have watched a bunch. Um, but yeah. I was gonna say is that Sean. So we've already taken off some bunch of diversions. Then we added in Fiona and Cake. Then we added in uh, the Distant Lands, and we do these like Bo is Afraid and regular show that I'm like. We've already signed ourselves up for at least 300 episodes. So we have years left. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much chaos that I think it's just going to straighten itself out and we'll never. What end. episode number is this for us? 125 or six or some shit like that? Yeah, something like that. We're not even close to halfway. No. No, you guys need to just keep keep on straight and narrow, whatever the fuck that means for you guys. Yeah. And uh, just keep going, you know? We will. Keep uh, doing but, it. But more, more chaotic ideas are good. So anyway, Casper and Nova. Casper and Nova's the, uh, name of the episode. Uh, episode. Fiona and Cake season one, episode nine. Casper and Nova. Yeah, as okay. as the season goes on, they they like they give less and less of a fuck about like episode titles being anywhere close to like a reference that we could understand. Yeah, like these are just like two brand new characters that aren't even real characters. They're just like people. Like they're characters to the characters. They're reading a book about these fictional Casper and Nova folks. Yeah, it's crazy. By the time you get there, you're like, whoa. There's so many layers deep on on characters in this. Yeah, they set up a theme of titling these episodes after characters that it's about. And then, like, we don't even know half of these characters anymore. Yeah. So, Fiona and Cake get back to their world. When they, they first see them, they show this, like, really fucked up version of the world where, like, Gary is, like, a glob of gum that's, like, a demon and, like, shit's all fucked. Um, oh, LSP's in good health. That's the only person. Yeah. And the rest of it's all really scary. They get home and they wake up. But Fiona and Cake had the same dream vision that like they had when they came back. And Fiona's like, is this an omen? Uh, what see- is it? Honestly, I don't know what it is. Did like did they have a, they both had the same dream, but yeah. like they weren't asleep. Like what, what even happened? I think that what it is, is it's, it's, it is an omen or it's making them have this feeling of like, look, maybe us creating this magical world. It There's no, it's not a hundred percent a good idea. It may be an idea that has some, some repercussions to it. Right. And, and that's, that's a fear they had at the end of the last episode. So then they had that, that realization again here. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but like, Sorry. what actually happened to them? Why did they have this synchronous dream? I don't know. Who knows? That's weird. If you have any ideas, uh, please reach out to us at Did You See the Mail at gmail.com. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot in this episode that like, if you want to be nitpicky about like the logic and the physics of the show, it's like, I think there's some things to take umbrage with. But I mean, it, not not that it bothered me, but like there. A little bit fast and loose with some of the some of the established rules. I think they're starting to get a little flexible. Yeah, to make it interesting. So, this is what it is. Um, but yeah, then they come out and it's all good. But now they are back and they see Gary um, and Marshall Lee, and now they're dating. And Fiona's excited. They talk, and then like Cake reveals herself, which is like, oh yeah, they haven't. It's funny. It's been so long that you just forget that they don't know. Um, yeah gary marshally yeah so fiona is like very stoked that gary and marshally are together uh finn back to like regular show like their their gender swapped analogs like finn was always like 
I guess, ambivalent about the whole Princess Bubblegum Marceline thing, right? Like, he never yeah. even seemed like to express and Even when he had, like, a huge crush on Princess Bubblegum, he never really seemed to acknowledge even anything between those two characters. I thought there was one episode where he tried to, like, acknowledge something with her and she kind of batted him away. Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know. I, uh, I, 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 it's, I don't know yeah. Finn's perspective on the Marcy PB relationship. Yeah. He kind of, kind of stays out of it. Um, yeah. Maybe he doesn't know what to do with it. I don't know. He's also a young boy. He's even, well, I guess he does understand romance. So I don't know. It's weird. He's friends with both of them. It's like, I don't know. Um, it's a good point. Yeah. It's odd. Um, but yeah, so they're back. Um, and then we then we see we see Simon and the Lich in like this place. I said, "Where are they?" And Simon goes, "Where are where am I?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're like on these floating like <laughs> Tetris pieces in like space or a void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And from there, he <laughs> you're, you're always just like 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 a couple seconds ahead of the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um. Simon looks down onto one of the other Tetris pieces and sees the Lich, and he's like, "Oh, I, I, he said something like, yo, yo, dude, yeah, or something like that." And then uh, goes down there, and the Lich is literally trying to like, it's like, like praying, to almost goal, praying, goal. or declaring his life in a way. Yeah, yeah, he's like, "I completed the mission. I did it. I've spent ages." Studying your ways, Golb, and I fucking killed everyone. Is it is now? That, what do I do? I, I, I achieved what I set out to achieve, and in the process, lost all meaning. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's like, yeah. what's what's my point now? Yeah, and I mean, it is really, and then is getting worked up and like sheds his clothes and remaining skin till he's just like a a skeleton. I'd say it's you know we saw the lich sort of emasculated or just sort of chill in the last one, which is weird to see. But I think seeing the, like, the desperation in the Lich is kind of, considering, like, when you first meet the Lich to now is, that's a far journey. That's wild to see. It's a part to me of why it's, like, it further is, like, okay, Golb is terrifying. Like, anything that we could think of as, like, oh, that's a kind of scary character. Lich is kind of scary. It's, like, Golb literally sees the Lich and is, like, Hey, I eradicated everyone uh, in the name of you. What do I do? Why is this this way? And Golb literally just uses mind powers to like melt the Lich into another Tetris piece yeah. to just become a part of the Lich's like Tetris piece world. Yeah, it's yeah. like shut the fuck up, stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, I never told you to do that shit. I know. <laughs> and then Simon, there. I mean, this is where Simon sort of. Depression it doesn't care is just sort of speaking speaking to Betty directly. Yeah. Um so also, well, who knows? Because like this gold is a different gold. This is gold Betty. And that is a at least according to the wiki, but I think also like in universe is referred to as a separate character. Like there is a distinction between gold and gold Betty. If you look at gold and gold Betty, so this gold Betty, it's the eyes, right? There's like an itty bitty, what looks to me like a little glasses bar between the lower two eyes. Um, 
which also, I don't know if that's no, real. Like, yeah, her glasses have that, and then the top, the top uh, eyes on on this gold have yeah, look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this isn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is. Oh, and they gave gold like eyelashes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is a different gold. This is not the one that the lich set out to like destroy all life in the name of. So maybe the reaction would have been different had had it been the original gold. Yeah, maybe. Um, but Gold Betty doesn't seem to give a shit, uh, and at least has some sort of. So it's unclear how much, but there are there are some like cognitive faculties like still like present, like like she can like exert will to do a specific thing rather than be ultimate chaos and just like random and and destructive, right? Um, so it seems like it was a choice to turn the lich into that Tetris block, just like it's a yeah. choice to stop Simon from putting on the crown, which is what he tries to do. I mean, maybe to me, it also seemed like back to just gold being like complete chaos and whatever, you know, like it feels like gold's the purpose of gold originally. And I would assume still partially with gold Betty is like this feeling of like, like nothing nothing matters and like i have the mission of eradicating everything but even that doesn't matter you know what i mean like gold is when when we see gold betty is sitting and meditating and we see images of gold always in like a the the lotus position which is like yeah. a meditating position and then sees people and then just like eradicates them and then just goes back to whatever you know what i mean like it was like a the lich is going to you know it's like oh it's helpful for us but at the same like with the plot but at the same time it's like no like the lich just like with no regard for anything is like okay cool you're a tetris piece now you know what i'm saying yeah but Um, we do see after that yeah simon starts talking directly to betty and we see it in gold's eyes that it's betty in there yeah Right. We see that because Simon is about to put on the crown. And after Simon's about to put on the crown, gold Betty stops it from happening. Yeah. Because the whole point of Betty turning into gold was to like free Simon from the crown's curse. Like, right. It would have like put the whole thing in vain if he were to just go right back to wearing the crown again. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Um, But, but, but Simon's, um, spirit or soul or whatever is transported into that guy. Uh, what's his name again? Shermy. Shermy. Yeah, Shermy. 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 Yeah, transported into Shermy, and then Shermy's uh partner is Beth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shermy's partner Beth. Um, and we, we see that, and we start seeing Simon act through the body of Shermy, and basically is going to Beth and be like, "No, we need to go to the library. We need to go to the." Go find books. We need to find this crown, you know, and, and whatever. And it sets them off on that on that mission. And I forgot about Shermie and 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 Beth. It was a really cool pull. Like Fiona and Cake, this series, like they covered a lot of bases. Lots of fan service, but in ways that like are still very meaningful. Yeah. Um the Beth and Shermie thing we only ever get at the very last episode of the mainline series. It's like 
used as like a framing device. It's like a thousand years in the future to like have sort of BMO, a thousand year old BMO relate what the story was that like, and you know, it's crazy. Cause like we're climaxing this like 10 season long, like epic adventure. And it removes you from the action to go like a thousand years in the future and be like, hold on, let's like have a narrator tell you about it, yeah. <laughs> which is such a crazy device. Uh, yeah. And, and like Shermie and Beth are like, I think they've be- become something of like fan favorites. Like they've got garnered like a bit of a cult following in the last five years since the adventure time finale. And uh, it was really cool and unexpected to bring them back in this way. Um, and in a way that was meaningful to the story too, because we keep here. Here's like the fun wrinkle about Beth and Shermie's universe is that we keep jumping multiverse to multiverse, like in all these different like uh, places throughout this show. That's what we've trained uh, our audience to expect. Every episode, you go to a different universe in Fiona and Cake, and yet Gold uh, Gold Betty sends Simon to the mainline regular universe except a thousand years in the future, which is a fun little twist. It like, like Simon thinks he's in another universe. Cause we've trained the yeah. audience to think that way. And we've Simon trained the doesn't characters. know Sherman and the uh, Sherman and Ben. No. Right. Cause right. It, it, it's, it's, be, it's beyond his time. But we, as the audience members yes. know that Sherman and Beth exist in the mainline universe. Some interesting dramatic irony. That's pretty cool. And he, he even, he even said like they stumble upon a book that was written by Simon Petrikov and Simon doesn't think twice about it because he's like, oh, this universe is Simon Petrikov, not realizing that that was him, that that's a book that he's going him, to yeah. write in his own future. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Which is a really fun way to like play the, the established rules of the previous eight episodes against itself. Love it. Yeah. Very interesting. I like that. <clears throat> Love it. It's very good. Um, um, but jumping. So yeah. that's. A lot of the really fascinating stuff about Chermy and, and Beth, but um, jumping back to uh, Fiona and Cake, they're in their world and they're trying to explain to Marshall Lee and what's the other dude's name? Gary. Gary. Gary, Gary and Marshall Lee, um, the magic world and what's going on there, right? Yeah. Um, jumping back quickly to Gold, we see the scarab wake up and tries to kill Simon which Gold Betty stops and turns the scarab into little scarabs. And then those scarabs flee into Simon's mind. And then they show up in uh, uh, Fiona and Cake's world. You yep. know? And which, by the way, I forgot that that's what a scarab is. Yeah. Until they did that. The only other time I've ever interacted with the concept of scarab in my mind in my life is in the mummy movies oh you never there's scarabs in in the yeah. mummy oh there are right the you, little scarabs the little beetles you never read uh blue beetle no dc comic that movie just came out and i think it just got onto max oh, maybe yeah. i'll find some time to watch it this weekend probably yeah. not i'm it's playing cool. super mario rpg it's cool i haven't seen it but blue beetle blue beetle is a, f- a sort of like a b-list comic but he had a cool arc in the Young Justice animated series from like ten years ago. Yeah, cool, <laughs> cool, cool. There's a whole yeah, and the scarab is like the whole thing yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we see these scarabs. They get yeah. They have like it's like uh it's like 
Power Rangers stuff where they're like all separate, but then they can join forces and get, <laughs> and bigger. get bigger. And then once like all nine of them get together, they'll be the Scarab. Yeah. And they realize pretty quickly, like, no, we have to keep these Scarabs apart. And there's like an aw- awesome moment where uh, Cake traps them like in little pods and then they put them, you know, it's like, oh, that's a great use of uh, Cake's powers. Yeah. And yeah. then from there, they, you know, they put them in plastic bags and jars and, and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, 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 and set off and go, okay, what we need to do is, where are they going to go? Where, what's their, where are they off to? I believe that they're off to try and search for another portal to yeah. find Simon. Yeah. 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 And the, that hunter found in the park. Um, and as they are just about to set off on this journey, LSP wakes up under a pile of clothes in Fiona's apartment slept through he slept through all this apparently and then says to the scarabs I need to release you beautiful creatures fuck LSP fuck LSP dude I know by them doing this and giving LSP that role it's almost like the writers behind the show are like yeah this 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 yeah, is this a is stupid enough character this is use. how we feel about this character this is how you're supposed to feel about this character yeah the purpose of this character is for this character to do things that do not help yeah. people around them. It's insane. Um, and um, is that how it ends? Uh, so yeah. Fiona's apartment fucking explodes. Blows. Oh my god! Hilarious. Right. Um, Marshall Lee's mom owns. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then the scarabs just there. Yeah, looking very menacing. Yeah, and right. that's how the episode ends. Yeah. But it's like Scarab, you don't really want anything with Fiona and Cake. You're in their world. Like they shouldn't exist. Okay, but it's like you're really mad at fucking uh, our dude Prismo and who we get some glimpses of in this episode. He's trying to break out of the the yeah. the prison yeah. cube that Scarab yeah. put. Him I in. mean, at the bottom of the hot tub. Yeah. The other thing, like, but also like the Scarab. The scarab sucks because the scarab is like trying to eradicate a whole world. You know what I mean? And like when they're the little scarabs, like Fiona picks up one of the little scarabs and is like, uh, you know, like yells at it just frustratedly. And it yells back, abomination, (laughs) abomination. It's like, oh, my God, like you're awful. Yeah, you suck. And uh, scarabs. I I was excited because I thought that we were going to this was the the death of the scarab. I was like, it's a little anticlimactic. It's a little unceremonious. It's the second to last episode, but I am ready for this character to die. So there was a, the, a kind of a a weird little moment where it made me question, like, what's what what is the place of what's the hierarchy of this character really? Like, where where does he belong? And because he's in like the beyond the multiverse, like Tetris space of Golb, and he's he's going after simon um and he says to gold like kind of like a in like a sideways kind of kind of tone like like don't like don't interfere with this or whatever the scarab says you stay out of this yeah (laughs) and it's like in my head i saw that and i was like are you above gold like how (laughs) yeah like are you serious like this is like the god of chaos and like you're about i think it it was more of a um I don't think he's really above it. I think it was just more of a, like a like a super um, arrogant dude. Yeah, yeah, but it 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 also like implied that Gold couldn't fuck up the Scarab. Like there was maybe some rule. Oh, in place. I didn't get that. I just got it as like, hey, stay out of this. This is between us. I I, I didn't necessarily 
get that much. Scarab from that. definitely wasn't afraid of Golb no. in the way that, or in he the way that have. the Lich revered Golb, yeah. or yeah, like or in the way that like Simon logically should have been, but like yeah. is like uh, basically just trying. Like, Simon's like super depressed and fucked up, and like doesn't care what happens to him throughout this whole series. So <laughs> I I think maybe the Scarab didn't know. Maybe I don't know. I th- I think there's 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 some like internal politics that Golb is definitely like involved in at least yeah. to like a very small extent where it's like the scarabs like protected in some way in yeah. order to in order to be so flippant with the god of chaos. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I just think this is where the scarab the scarab's always been operating with this sort of uh though this sort of arrogance. Like remember like he was he went above his boss and went to the other boss and didn't care and like doesn't even care what that boss thinks like he's sort of like I like I all I'm right and everything I don't know um, he's like some type of rogue cop who was yeah. told like you're off the assignment yeah. yeah and now he's just like no I'm gonna stay on the assignment yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's like a bad guy version of that <laughs> yeah. but interesting but I mean finale can't wait for it um, in the meantime did you see the snail. No, I did not see the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? No, I didn't. Sean, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. Really? You fucking liar. I'm a liar. I did not see uh, the snail. Yeah. Of course. I did not even think about the snail. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going on Miscellaneous Mania. Um, if you're enjoying the show, give us five stars whenever podcast app you're listening to. Go to anchor.fm slash adventureguyspodcast to... Donate some money. You can hit us at did you see the mail at gmail.com uh, to hit us emails. I said before you could give us money. Um, yeah, and at anchor.fm slash adventure guys podcast is a Patreon style like donation. Um, we've racked up some money. We're using it to make some social media, grow the show. Um, if you care about us and that sort of thing, it'd be cool. Um, if you don't have money, but you want to help us, you can always, uh, tell a friend to listen to the pod. I think, Um, so we could probably say like, there is a goal. Like we are raising money, like with a goal in mind. Like we want to do like the live extravaganza. Yeah, sure. I like that. Yeah. Adventure guys live tour. Like that's, that's a thing that we want to actually make happen and can, if we have enough money. Some money. Yeah. That would be really fun. Adventure guys live show, live tour be really fun like I'll, with live band yeah like to like not just to like be like a couple guys like podcasting in front of other people but <laughs> we'd make a show yeah it'd be um, it'd be a like an actual event like a thing that you could go to and and have fun at <laughs> yes yes probably in new york city at least um i want i want it to happen uh, maybe get some videos going for the folks who aren't there um hopefully sean would be involved so I will be involved. Otherwise, I'll block it somehow. I have to be involved. <laughs> this, is, this is the Adventure Guys house band. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Um, it is. So what yeah. we got for Miscellaneous Mania, boys? Okay. Written and storyboarded, Mania. yeah. <laughs> Written and storyboarded by Iggy Craig, Graham Falk, Sonia Vaughn, Marinsdorf, and Jacob Winkler. With a story by Jack Pendarvis, Kate Sang, Hannah K. Nystrom, Anthony Birch, and Adam Mudo. Directed by Ryan Shannon and Han Sang. Yeah. 
Nice. So there's, there's some good stuff in here. I mean, one that's probably the coolest, Marshall Lee is wearing a t-shirt that looks very similar to the one Marceline gave to Princess Bubblegum. Do you have a picture of that? I am pulling it up. It's got to be... covered in that. I didn't get a good glimpse of it. Huh. It's not as like involved as Princess Bubblegum's rock shirt. Yeah. But it it does capture the spirit. Yeah. That's cool. Um, they're very cute when everything's gonna change, they're like, Do we get to stay together? It's like, oh, they're already into it. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean the cheers song is back in it. Always fun to fun to see that. Um we saw, yeah, I mean, they talk about some cool stuff in there. Um, Fiona and Cake did have, like, retained some of their memories where it says, like, like they sort of, like, rem- like when Hunter shows up, they kind of, like, or, like, seem to remember that it's Huntress Wizard. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah. That's the good ones I'm seeing. Um, Beth was recast. I don't know who the original voice actor was, but now it is Imani Hakim. Shermie is, um, what's his face? Um, Sam Jimbrone. Jimbroni. Mm-hmm. Who does uh, that voice in uh, Solar Opposites. I never watched that show. Is it good? It's good. It's hilarious how they've replaced Justin Roiland. So Rick and Morty just recast Justin Roiland soundalikes. Like they have separate yeah. guys that do Rick yeah. and, and 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 Morty and and the other the other voices. But uh, Solar Opposites, like they have, like they they just got a totally different voice actor. Like uh, this, that British guy, what's his fucking name? Um, but like, and they have an in-universe explanation to like why his voice just changed. And it's, 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 it is, uh, so irreverent and it is funny in and of itself. And I like it. And the voice, the new voice actor is great. Heck yeah. All right. You should check it out. I'm, uh, I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to see if the rabbit hole is anything we should look at. Yeah. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Casper Nova? Yeah, okay, fine. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. All right, shit. It's like all, all this Fiona and cake, cake stuff. stuff. All right. So, Casper, these. There's a mattress guy about Casper mattress. Thank God. The, the titular Casper Nova characters, I think we get, honestly, the. Better Casper and Nova episode oh, is, is the the next one. Okay, Cas- Casper Nova hybrid. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, mattress. mattress review. Yeah, there's there's a mattress house. called the Casper Nova. That's what it looks like. <sighs> it's a hybrid. It looks like. All right, this is a 15 minute, 58 second video. Like this is like really involved YouTube video. It only has 538 views, which they cannot be happy about. Dude, this, they didn't even get a Fiona and Cake bump out of this shit. No. Let's see. Nothing. The channel is called Nap Lap. They have a lot of like <laughs> high end branding. 
Oh yeah, it's NapLap not, oh, it's is just a, like all it's this. NapLap is a guy that just reviews mattresses. Yeah, not getting a lot of views. Purple but he's doing a lot of videos and high quality, like title cards. Oh my god, dude, he's done so many. Well, he's got to be an industry plant. Yeah, he might work smart. Well, <laughs> look at look, guys, go go. Dude, check he's him got out. a review of every single fucking mattress to ever yeah, exist. I, I haven't heard of any straight. of this shit. Yeah. All right, y'all, go look up NapLap. Lots of a. Uh, Nap lap or nap lab? What did he have to say about the Casper Wait, Nova? Nap lab, nap lab. Nap lab. I'm saying that. Dumb. I want to see if he has mine. I have a Sattva. <laughs> it's right there. Dream Cloud versus Sattva. Yeah. Oh my God, I have a nectar. He's a bunch of Sattvas. Yeah, he definitely does nectar. Okay. Helix. Yeah, I went down this rabbit hole two two years ago on the on the. Uh, I have a pillow top. Of course you did. I got I got my nectar for free from Lucas, friend of the pod. Yeah, I brokered that. He was going to throw it away. I was like, Eric, get over here. Get this mattress. So crazy. Well, it's because these mattresses, they all do it. I think a lot of these mail order companies do. Where you, Yeah, they, you can't like, return them. Yeah, they're like wrong mattress or like, can you exchange it with the warranty? And they're like, just keep it or throw it out. And it's like, uh, what? Right, because it's like, it's more expensive because like they can't reuse a mattress once it's gone out. Yeah. Like whatever regulations. And it's more expensive for them to try and get rid of it, to pick it up and and do something with it. So they're just like, it's your problem now. You have to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gave this a mattress a 9.49. Looks like out of 10. So Whoa. that's really good. The Casper Nova. Yeah. Looks really that's good. That's cool. Yeah. How much does it cost? Oh, so Nap Lab is a store you can... Oh, there's... Uh, it's what the fuck? Do mattresses cost that much money? Yes. Yes, all like when all you want to get like a queen. Your mattress, nectar was like a thousand at least. Oh my god! That's why I was like, dude, get over here. I don't think you realized. That's why I, you didn't seem like that crazy about it. And I was like, dude, this is really big. Yeah, I've, that's why, dude. Okay, so, um, oh my god, people, I, I'm living in my van on a thousand dollar mattress, y'all. So also, <laughs> but, um, there was a time in a past life, me and Eric both used to sleep on the ground on like a little like yes, floor mat thing yes um so at one point i moved to la i was like you know what? i want to get a normal mattress and then all of a sudden one day my percussion teacher called me and he was like i have a queen size pillow top serta that i just want to give you for free because i have to get out of my storage unit um the only catch is that it's in Oxnard and you have to come get it. Oxnard. Right. That's always the catch. Oxnard like you have is to over in yourself. Oxnard is over an hour away from Los Angeles. And I called my mom and she was like, dude, you have to go get it. Like, who cares how far away it is? Like, it's a free mattress. Um, so I like I ended up like renting um a moving, you know, I rented a van from a U-Haul for like two and a half hours <laughs> and just like rented it. Drove there, put it in, drove back, dumped it, and um, you know, because it's just like mattresses are expensive, dude. Yeah, I I hope this one lasts me fucking forever. There's no way I'm ever going to spend a thousand dollars on a fucking mattress. I'll like if this one ever craps out, I'll go back to sleeping on a on a a futon uh, pad on the uh, floor. A uh, yeah, shiki futon. The <laughs> this is the first mat. I never bought a mattress in my whole life until about this one, this sofa, and I spent whatever the fuck it was, fifteen hundred. Yo, so okay, here's something that you won't find in your uh your your nap lab nectar review. Memory foam mattresses. Memory foam 
like does not operate as expected at cold temperatures oh wow <laughs> it gets rock fucking hard <laughs> so so it's, so it's like you know 40 degrees right now and you know i'm sleeping out in my van and i bundle up like in a sleeping bag and blankets and stuff so like i am warm but until the mattress warms up with my body heat like i'm jumping onto like a rock hard slab and as it warms up i sink into like like just the little bit of 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 the mattress that gets enough body heat like to to warm up a little bit but like it's fucking hard like oh. I, I come in at night and like yeah <laughs> well i wish you the best dude if you want to sleep here tonight you're welcome but <laughs> oh, i'm driving back to long island tonight oh, it tonight. is it is the night before thanksgiving so yeah. family time tomorrow yeah, yeah yeah we're going tomorrow morning um cool um sean anything you want to plug before you're gone um There's sean harvey piano records on spotify still from tape from tape song good morning um go see miami horror in mexico that already happened oh yeah <laughs> yeah go to my instagram and see uh you know clips of me playing with miami horror in mexico yeah 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 uh, it was great yeah sean harvey percussion sean harvey music sean harvey music on instagram yeah it used to be sean harvey percussion years ago and i turned it into sean harvey music. sean harvey music it's bigger than that i mean you'll see them all over our our uh instagram too if you follow us so um yeah sean is a gifted musician great buddy thanks for coming back to the pod my pleasure boys um very happy to be here yeah come back next week yeah um yeah okay i will hit us at uh did you see the mail gmail.com with any questions or feedback uh we love you hope you have had a good thanksgiving hope you finish out the year strong um let's do this let's do this people (laughs) see you later peace out y'all Dig it, dig it, dig it.